Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. We are talking about bringing up boys. That's right. What a B is for boy and <laughs> blessing and and, and boundaries. Yep. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about that today. For those of you who are new to the Busy Mom Podcast, my name is Heidi St. John, and I've been blogging for about 15 years, more recently in the last five or so at the Busy Mom. And we have a team of wonderful women who write uh, over at the Busy Mom, mm-hmm. not all of them are uh, married. Some of them are single. Mm-hmm. Some of them are not homeschooling. Some of right. them are. Uh, but we have a heart to encourage you. Dorenda writes mm-hmm. also at the Busy Mom. And she has a blog called Simple Nourishing Home. Yes. And you can also find her over there and on Facebook as well. But more mm-hmm. often than not, she's hanging out with me, <laughs> uh, podcasting and encouraging moms uh, with me at the Busy Mom. That's right. Most of what we're doing here, uh, if you haven't uh, gone back and heard the podcast, they're 15 minutes long. If we get really fired up, it might go a couple right. minutes more than that. <laughs> we try to keep them about, around it's 15 minutes. It's happened more than once. It's we happened. get a little carried away. <laughs> a little carried away. That's happened more than once. But really, uh, the, the goal is just to encourage and equip you. Right. In whatever season of life you mm-hmm. find your, yourself in, mm-hmm. I have a real passion for the Word of God and mm-hmm. for teaching the Word of God. And so you're going to hear a lot of that yes. uh, because it comes through. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's yeah, great. It, everything sort of, uh, for me, kind of mm-hmm. circles back around to that basic fact that uh, I awesome. believe I have a creator and having a creator changes everything. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear a lot of biblical encouragement from us at The Busy Mom. And I hope that when you are done listening to this podcast, you walk away feeling lighter than when you started. That's right. Uh, because there's freedom for you. Mm-hmm. And freedom for you in walking with the Lord, freedom for you in the generation that you find yourself living in, mm-hmm. and even in the culture today. Mm-hmm. Uh, God has really good things for you in store. I believe that with all my heart. Jeremiah 29, 11 says that I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And some of you, uh, his plans included boys. <laughs> That's <laughs> and right. maybe that did wasn't your plan. <laughs> it certainly did for Dorinda. Dorinda yeah. has five boys. Five boys. And three mm-hmm. girls. Mm-hmm. I have five girls and two boys. Right. Uh, so we almost have exact almost opposite exact ratio. opposites, yes. Uh, and except for you beat me by one. If this was a race, then I, I <laughs> But <yield>. it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Thank heaven. Uh, because my uterus gave up the ghost before I could catch up to you. Uh, I just think it's important for moms, especially moms, who mm-hmm. are, find themselves raising boys. Right. And, you know, Dorinda and I were talking about this uh, a couple of days ago, that our boys are so different than our girls. Incredibly They're just different. so different. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay. And I, I love to just, I want to just celebrate the differences. I think that's the, really important. In between the boys and the girls. Absolutely. And I think that's one thing that um, you kind of learn to do. Mm-hmm. I've seen some young moms with little mm-hmm. little ones that are actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at them thinking, you are amazing. Because they already get it. They yeah. get 
this boy thing. They, you know, yep. maybe they've been blessed with three or four little boys and yep. they are perfectly content and they're embracing the differences. And I just think, what an advantage. You've, you, oh, they're yeah. just doing so great. For me, it took a little, a little more time. We had your girls first, so. <laughs> had girls first. You had first. girls first. Right. I think that makes a difference. And so we thought, oh, we're just going to have a bunch of girls. Won't that be sweet? Then we had four boys in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and we flipped from a girl household to a boy household. Yeah, yeah. And then we had another girl and then we had another boy. Yeah. So we ended on a boy. Yeah. So it was um, definitely not what I, I don't think I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't, we don't know. We don't even know what. We're, I mean, we don't even know. Really, let's be honest. But initially I was thinking girls because that's what we were having. And then all of a sudden it was all these boys. Mm-hmm. And um, I found myself with four little boys, like I want to say five and under or something. I, I don't even remember. Like, it's a blur. <laughs> it's a blur. But they they are so much fun. Mm-hmm. They have been so much fun. And I've really learned to appreciate mm-hmm. who they are and how they're wired. Mm-hmm. And let me add that that is hardwired. Hardwired. <laughs> they came this they way. They came this way. <laughs> Absolutely. And there are frustrations because we are so different. And mm-hmm. um, But we've learned to work through those. And the funny thing is that our boys get that yep. because I have verbalized it so many times to them. I don't get this, but I'm really glad that you're happy. <laughs> I'm really glad that you're enjoying this. Exactly. Yeah. Mom, you got to watch this or right. mom, you got to see this. <laughs> okay, that I know. Okay, that looks kind of life-threatening, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. Honey, get the phone and be ready to dial 911. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that what we, you know, in our purpose in really talking about boys, and today we're going to be kind of hitting elementary school, really. Right. So like right. ages 6 to 12, because right. the teenage years is a totally That's a different whole animal. Another podcast. Whole other Maybe podcast. two or three. Maybe, we don't know. Right? Might be like six <laughs> weeks worth of podcasting. Um, but to, to really, this is a time for you to start right. um, inserting boundaries yes. with your boys mm-hmm. and teaching them these are healthy boundaries for you. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the mistakes that we can make um, as parents, mm-hmm. with, you know, it doesn't matter if they're boys or mm-hmm. girls, is not is the mistake in not realizing our kids really do need boundaries. Absolutely, we set those boundaries up for them uh, because we we recognize that that's the limit for them. Right, that there's safety inside that boundary, right. and, and God, your boys may not appreciate that at that's first. Right, and God set that example to us mm-hmm. by giving us boundaries. Absolutely, and so it's our job as parents to do the same mm-hmm. for the kids. Yeah, and that's why we're the parents. Yes, right, <laughs> and it goes back to God's design exactly of uh, parents being an authority mm-hmm. over their kids. And now mm-hmm. we're we're talking about the authority issue, and uh, you know. Maybe you guys have realized this. Maybe you haven't. But your boys, they're not really listening to you. Are, they, are your boys listening to you? No. No. Because my boys aren't really listening <laughs> to me. Not generally. Not no. unless I'm saying it's time to eat. Right. And then, boy, then they're there. They, they're there. It's, right. it's selective hearing. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's a gift, really. Um, I, I've been reading, uh, have read actually a couple of times, a chapter in Dr. Dobson's book uh, called Bringing Up Boys called mm-hmm. Mothers and Sons, mm-hmm. you know, and he just, he, I love, he's, it's delightful the way that he talks about uh, raising boys, but he says, here's another characteristic of boys that I'll bet you've noticed. They aren't listening most of the time. <laughs> they have a remarkable ability to ignore anything that doesn't interest them. Mm-hmm. Men are like that too. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like, I feel so much better right now. <laughs> here, here, I'm thinking it's not me. But he goes, right. he goes on to say, and this is kind of what I want to talk about with Dorinda. He said, "This is why I recommend that you, as a mom, reach out physically and touch your boys yes. if you want to yes. get their attention. Yes. When they turn to look at you, give them your message in short bursts." <laughs> It's true. And he gets I, boys. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I, I have a short story to tell about that. I was really frustrated with our boys about three or four years ago. Well, many times since then. And I was going to say, This one wow, stands out in my mind. Record. Yeah. 
<laughs> because I, uh, my husband took took me out for dinner and let me talk for probably an hour straight, <laughs> complaining about this, that, and the other thing about the boys. And we got up, we paid, we got out to the car, we're driving out of the parking lot. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, he says, now, I, I need to say something, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. And I was, I thought, okay. I said, all right, what is it? And he said, I just think you need to use less words with the boys. <laughs> It just a light bulb went on, and I, you are so right. I knew mm-hmm. he was right. It didn't hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. That was actually an answer to my problem. Yep. I'm talking too much. Yep. I yep. go on and on Preach, and on, explain Dorinda. it from Me, this, right. this, this angle and this angle, and I have lost them. And they're overwhelmed. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah they're overwhelmed. In fact, my son, my 14-year-old, just said to me today, because I, I asked him to go in the kitchen. I thought that was a pretty... That's brief. He, that's he, a short he knows, burst. He knows that that's his job. You know, I mean, clean the kitchen. I told him you're on kitchen. He's this is the third week on kitchen now, and I right. you know. And I we've talked about this in another uh-huh. podcast. And I sort of switched up what I was doing because I realized my kids are circling around me like sharks in the water. Right. Like they know that I don't know what chore they're on, and so I'm going to simplify <laughs> my life and just say, I, "You, Spencer St. John, right. you are on kitchen for the rest of your natural life." <laughs> and so I gave them all like sort of a lifelong chore. Right. When you master this, we'll move on to something else. So right. he's on his third week of doing the kitchen. And earlier in the day, I said to him, Spencer, clean the kitchen, which I shouldn't have had to say because he knows it's his job. He's like, you know, kind of looks at me. I should have gone over and touched him, right? Right. That's what I'm going to start doing. Put my hand on his shoulder. there's a difference between (laughs) touching and smacking. smacking. (laughs) (laughs) He may have deserved a smack, dude. I'm I'm going to try with just a touch. (laughs) You know, look look in the eye. Here's my short burst of information for you. Right. You have 15 minutes to clean the kitchen. (laughs) Bye-bye. Right. Right. So I come back. It's not done. Mm -hmm. And I say to him, Spencer... I've asked you to clean the kitchen. And then I proceed to go, when I, when I tell you to clean the kitchen, I mean that the right. counter should be wiped off and the and the, the floor should be swept. Yeah. And I don't want you, and he goes, finally, he goes, mom, and puts his hands up. And I go, what? And he goes, it's too many words. Right. You're overwhelming me. <laughs> and I was like, right. I said, well, you're overwhelming me by your disobedience. So we're on the same, we're on the same now page. we have the same level of frustration. Now we're, now we're both frustrated. <laughs> but I think, wow, good advice to it women. Is. It really who is. We think the more words right. we get, the more they're going to get right. it, when actually the opposite mm-hmm. And my boys have told me this. Our oldest son had told me years ago, he said, I would rather you just give me punishment <laughs> than talk to me, <laughs> than talk to me. And I thought, Okay. And, uh, and you know, I've talked to the other boys about it and they had the same opinion. Yeah, mom, we would rather you just, it doesn't matter. It could be the harshest punishment. <laughs> you just don't want to listen to me talk anymore. And so for all the women listening to this today, if you really don't want to know how to punish your child, just sit them down and lecture them for half an hour. <laughs> That'll do it, apparently. That apparently works. But yeah. I think, man, it's good for moms at at this point, right? Uh, to to start saying, you know, these are the rules. These are the these these are the rules of our mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Establish your authority yes. as a parent yes. uh, to be able to say, right. you know what, I'm your mom. I'm sorry if you disagreed with me. I'm sorry if you don't like the decision that I've made. Right. But that's the decision, you know. Um, and and apparently, you can talk about the decision, but they don't want you to. So right. you shouldn't just say, <laughs> this is the decision, and I'm happy to talk with you about it. If you'd like. Right. Do you have any questions? <laughs> do, you have, do you have? Here's our short burst. Here's our short burst of information for you. Do you have any questions? And then just sort of see what happens. Right. Right. Because really, right. What, what we want to do at the end of the day is we want them to leave our home with a strong relationship intact. Exactly. With them. Right? Exactly. And, and I think with boys especially, it's important to earn their respect. 
Mm-hmm. Because respect is very important to men and to boys. And um, I, I find that, have found that very fascinating. If I stay in that position of being respectable to them, mm-hmm. I have, they they let me speak into their life so much more. It's really true. So. It's really true. And the other thing, you know, I've, and you and I have talked about this many times over the years is we notice our boys pull away from us earlier mm-hmm. than the girls do. Mm-hmm. They pull away early in the elementary school years, basically don't want to be told what to do. Right. Right. And Just um, almost uh, resent it. Um, any effort to corral them or right. manage them in any way, you know, mm-hmm. you can give them an instruction mm-hmm. and we mean for it to happen now. Right. And they don't want to be told what to do right. and do it. And I think part of that is, and you know, we've gone back and forth about this. I think this is where discernment really comes in. Mm-hmm. Is this a... Uh, um, an authority issue? Is this a respect issue? Or is this just my son needing to be able to start to have some right. control over his own right. life? Right. And you need wisdom for that as you a mom. You do. You do. And in those ages from 6 to 12, you were talking about chores. And I think that's really important. It's so important that we shoulder them with age-appropriate responsibilities yes, absolutely. Um, during this time. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is we've talked about how boys need to conquer. Yes. They also need to grow in confidence. And yes. as we shoulder them with responsibility and they, they rise. They get that confidence. Right. They mm-hmm. rise to that standard mm-hmm. that we've set. Um, all of a sudden their confidence grows and I their agree. ability to um, see that they can overcome mm-hmm. and conquer. Yeah. And that means pressing them sometimes yes, past it does. their comfort zone. It does. And I think uh, the boys, you know, you, and actually girls are this way too, but right. I think even more so with the boys. I One yeah. of my uh, son's has been working toward a goal, a school goal, Mm -hmm. and I'm having a harder and harder time getting him to finish what I've asked him to do. This is the assignment. This is when I need it to be done. And I finally just sat him down a couple weeks ago and said, you know, here's the thing. This is really not about me. Right. This is about you. And I am telling you, you will feel so proud of yourself mm-hmm. and you will feel so good mm-hmm. knowing that you worked as hard as you could to right. get this project done, that you earned the grade that mm-hmm. you got. Because mm-hmm. I was basically just, I'm refusing to pass it is right. what it comes down to. Right. I'm not just going to give him a passing grade. Right. I want him to earn it. And it's not necessarily for the state of Washington. Right. It's for my son's confidence exactly. and for exactly. his maturity mm-hmm. so that he can grow not only in stature, but also in wisdom. Right. And we begin to do that when the boys are very young, mm-hmm. um, helping them right. to see the benefit in finishing what they start. That's right. And that means that we um, have to have a plan mm-hmm. when they're not stepping up to the plate and we have to find their currency. We have to figure out what's important to them and be willing to take it away Mm -hmm. if they're not rising to that level that we want them to. And um, the other thing is just being consistent. For me, that that Mm -hmm. means setting a timer, actually. Mm -hmm. When I tell them, I want you to go and um, clean the bathroom or whatever chore I give them, Mm -hmm. what's a reasonable amount of time that I Mm -hmm. could give them to do that chore and set the timer? I don't generally do it anymore because they're older and Mm -hmm. they're pretty good about staying on task. But if I'm having problems mm-hmm. with I'm one of them. I'm a huge fan of timers. I, well, it's mostly for me. Yeah. To remember. Right. To ask them otherwise they, they get the you job. like sharks in the water. <laughs> exactly. you can't, you're outnumbered during that. They I mean, let's be honest. confusion. Mom <laughs> forgot. <laughs> and, and you did forget too. I did. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So it's, it's nobody's fault but my own. Right. Because, so, yeah. so the timer's my friend. <laughs> right. You know, it helps me be a better parent. And <laughs> so then when I do that and then inspect the job, mm-hmm. you know, is this, yep. you know, and some of my boys have really preferred that I write out a list yes. of, of the Because they don't have to you know, listen to you talk. They don't have to listen to me talk. <laughs> <laughs> now I can say this or I could type it up for you. Right. What would you prefer? I'll email it to you. <laughs> I'll email this. I'll text it to you. <laughs> and I think it's a good time to, you know, you're, you're instilling your authority as a mother. You're That's saying, right. I love love you. Mm-hmm. Your ha- mm-hmm. boys need that. That they physical do. touch, that affection, you know. I nothing I've told you this before, but nothing nothing beats uh, getting a hug from your son who's 6 foot 2. That's nothing right. beats it. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's this wonderful thing that you really have worked really hard to get. You have. You have. And I think it's also a good time between the ages of 6 and 12 and clearly more to, toward 9, 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. It's it's also the time to really start monitoring the internet. Yes. Um, having good That's conversations crucial. and we're going to pick this up again at the, on the next mm-hmm. podcast as we talk about raising teenagers, but I think it's important for parents to take this time and begin to establish mm-hmm. Um, right thinking, right. Um, the importance of walking in right relationship with mm-hmm. the Lord. Um, the mm-hmm. Bible has a lot to say mm-hmm. about sexual purity right. and a lot to say about God's heart toward our sons mm-hmm. as they walk in right relationship mm-hmm. with him. And it's and, and it's our job as parents to teach that it is. to our children is. and not to be afraid to teach it. That's right. Yeah. And a lot of those answers I found in Proverbs that mm-hmm. really helped to um, define that mm-hmm. what is a, what is childishness and what's foolishness mm-hmm. and being able to yeah. determine that yeah and help them see it yeah so good and and when you're uh, correcting your child uh, you want to correct them so they know you're for them. Mm-hmm. I am for you. Right. I love you. This is something that's important, and it's going to be important for your life in years to come. And I think some of the mistakes that we make, certainly early on um, as mothers, mm-hmm. have a lot to do with our inability to recognize a problem coming. Right. And so uh, we wait too long. Right. And so I guess my my encouragement to you as to mothers listening is just keep your eyes open. Right. Not necessarily for things that you see, but for your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, open, you know, that I love that song open the eyes of my heart mm-hmm. so important cultivate discernment we're going to pick this up again uh, at the next podcast and finish this series on bringing up boys by talking about the joys <laughs> of having teenage boys in your home join us back here next time at the busy mom podcast for more encouragement visit me online at the busy mom.com